There's a spiritual war that's going on for our communities. It's a war between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And God wants to equip us to be His occupying force in our communities. Join in today to learn more. We're Richard and Kimberly Wilson, and we welcome you to our podcast today, Occupying Force. We've talked about occupying force from a lot of different uh, perspectives. Today we're going to see that the greatest occupying force is uh, God Himself and the things that He's accomplished. And so we encourage you to stay with us to the end. We just believe God's spoken some things prophetically. We'll show you in Scripture. And by the time we're finished today, we believe you're going to have a great hope. So today's episode is titled Shock and Awe, and there's a reason for that. November 8th, we were on a prayer call with people from all over the nation. And during the prayer time, the Lord spoke to me and said, 10 days, watch for 10 days, like the 10 days of awe, you will see shock and awe. Well, many of us have heard that term when it came to the war in Afghanistan and and different military campaigns. We've heard that term, but it's worth looking it up and seeing what it means to a military person. Shock and awe, it's technically known as rapid dominance, is a tactic based on the use of overwhelming power and spectacular displays of force to paralyze the enemy's perception of the battlefield and destroy their will to fight. It's pretty powerful. And the Lord says we're in a season where watch for his shock and awe to happen. So, I mean, when you read that definition, because I'd never read it before, and when you see it from the perspective of God being an occupying force, that we're living right now in a day where God's about to release his overwhelming power. And we're going to see the displays of who he is right now in the days that we're in. Which this isn't a new concept. If we look back into Colossians chapter 2, we see that he put the enemy on display. Well, if we're going to talk about really, I mean, there's all kinds of shock and awe when we see through the scriptures. And when we come to Jesus, then we see those things in his very life. But one of the things we were dialoguing about this morning is one of the greatest displays of shock and awe was literally the resurrection. And so with the enemy working, the enemies of God working against the destiny of God, thinking that they had won when Jesus went to the cross, and yet him going to the cross was even part of his display of the victory over then Satan and the enemies of God. And so we see that in this part of um, Colossians. It said, For we have been buried with him into his death. Our baptism into his death also means we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power. The power that raised him from death's realm. This realm of death describes our former state, for we were held in sin's grasp, but now we've been resurrected out of the realm of death, never to return, for we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins. So you had a massive thing take place at that point, and and we were included in it. And we, are, we therefore are co-crucified, we are co-buried, we are co-resurrection. And in that, then, never going back to where we were before. And so there's one place of, of magnificent shock and awe. 
And then we recognize in the rest of this passage what Jesus continued to accomplish by his death, by his resurrection. He said he canceled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood in to indict us. He erased it all, our sins, our stained soul. He deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved powerful. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. You know, how powerful is that? We talked a few weeks ago about how your past doesn't exist. And this right here is the passage that really brings that to light. And everything is erased. He eradicated the indictment of the enemy and said, it's done, it's over with, and the record can't even be found. So the delete button was hit. Absolutely. We understand we do that on a computer. We delete it. It's gone. It tells you, you go to empty the trash. We talked about that last week. You empty the trash on the computer. It warns you this, this it'll be gone. You won't be able to get it back. So we're talking about once again, just the magnificence of the overwhelming power of God. So if we go back to shock and awe and the definition, this part here, it's a tactic based on the use of overwhelming power and spectacular displays of force to paralyze the enemy's perception. Is that not what Jesus did? Uh, he did. And if we go on in this passage, we'll see that that's exactly what he did. Yeah. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And the power of the cross, by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner, they were his. Woo! powerful. And so we're in what we're talking about today from a prophetic standpoint right now. And as you listen to this, you're going to recognize and see, be able to look back even over the past week and see the magnificent things that God's doing that has to do with the nations and how he is indeed the victor and he is revealing his occupation and his dominion. I think so many times when we read this passage in Colossians, we limit it to just us as individuals and don't see the whole big picture of what Jesus accomplished. I mean, we, we know that at the time of his death that there was an earthquake. I mean, the earth responded to the fact that the Son of God was was in his transition into the glorious seat into heaven and that it, it responded to that. But we tend to look at it as it's just about me and Jesus forgive my sins. And absolutely that's important, but we don't look at it in the magnitude of he annihilated the process of sin and death that was started at the fall. Powerful. I was pondering this morning the, the passage where John the Baptist sees Jesus. He's out there in the, the wilderness, and Jesus comes up, and he says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. That's in John one twenty nine, and And how powerful. You know, I was pondering, Behold the Lamb. And, and yeah, we, we know how to do that. We worship. We come before him, and we, we gaze upon him. We read about him. But the part, he takes away the sins of the world. 
and all of a sudden I got this picture of those big magnets that you see in the scrap yards that are strong enough to pick up a car and they'll pick up all of the debris that's around that's metal that will go with it and i saw the lamb of god sitting on the throne and below the throne i saw this big force that just absolutely picked up all of the sin that was in the world and carried it up and off the earth off this world that we live in and saw the transition and it made me think of in Revelation when New Jerusalem is coming down and the beauty of all of that picture this guys picture what the world would look like without sin and death in Revelation 21 verse 1 it says then in a vision I saw a new heaven a new earth the first heaven and earth had passed away and the sea no longer existed I saw the holy city the new Jerusalem descending out of the heavenly realm from the presence of God like a pleasing bride that had been prepared for her husband adorned for her wedding so you know when you were sharing that with me this morning I could get that picture in other words, it is new. It's taking something and making it brand new. So we're talking about a brand new earth. And when you were talking about that this morning, behold, the Lamb of God takes away the sins of the whole world. Yes, we we're talking about individual sins, but we're talking about far beyond that. We're talking about everything that had to do with the fall of man that has affected planet earth. So it's not in this, this is a new Jerusalem. It, it is a new earth. It is a brand new place that God, through his son, is going to take away all of that and remove it all. How glorious. How glorious. I mean, if you can even see it, you can see it from an individual standpoint. If you say, well, what effect would that have on me? That he takes away all of my sin that means all of the repercussions of that sin so if we're talking about sickness and disease if we're talking about poverty if we're talking about anything that has to do with mental anguish any of those things in our life that are there because of the fall the lamb the Lamb of God has taken all those things away and removed them. So you that are listening to this today, picture yourself as part of the big, but even as an individual, that that magnet picture that Kimberly saw this morning in that vision, that the Lamb has literally removed them. Something out. That's, what I, that's exactly <laughs> what I was hearing. And like a vacuum cleaner yep. has completely sucked those things out so that the root of those things are gone and so they can no longer have an effect upon you. Mm. It's powerful. It's very powerful. So here we are today and by a prophetic word, by a prophetic vision, by the scripture, we see clearly and you hear people say this all around you, even in the midst of everything that's going on, people are saying we live in the best of times. Yes. God knew exactly what he was doing when he placed us on earth in this point in history. And we're getting to see an overwhelming, spectacular victory that was accomplished in the Lamb. And now we're seeing more and more manifestations, signs and wonders of God moving in powerful ways. Now hear it, not in the future, right now where we are this very day. Keeping in the theme of occupying force, this shock and awe tactic 
really has to do with a military occupation. And when the military comes in and occupies a territory, they are required to give provisional control of that area as well. So they kick out the enemy or they remove the enemy, dispel the enemy, take away the authority of the enemy in that territory. And the new occupying force is responsible for everything that is needed for the citizens in that area. Does not our King Jesus do that for yes. us? Yes. Everything, righteousness, peace, and joy come in, and they occupy those places where fear and anxiety and anguish were before. It's a total transition of the world system into the heavenly system. Yes. So we're encouraging you today to recognize that we're living in a moment right now that God's up to something that, that man can accomplish. Man can't be by himself that occupying force. So even if we're talking about political leaders, even if we're talking about our military, all of those things, kinds of things, God can indeed use those, but he's the one. And what he's doing in this hour by shock and awe is that all the attention's going to go to him. So we say, hey, have great hope in this day. You hear people say, you know, sit back and watch what God's doing. Don't get nervous about it. We're, we're giving you a reminder of that today. So literally it was starting on November the 8th, 10 days. God is in those 10 days going to do shock and all. Those of you that say, hey, the angel armies, well, the angel armies of God are up to some magnificent stuff in the next 10 days. We're looking forward to visible, measurable results of a revealing of what God's up to in this hour. So shock and awe, we welcome you in yes. our own lives. Yes. We welcome those things that have been occupied by the enemy in our thought processes and our beliefs. Even in our DNA, Lord, that we've inherited from Adam, we welcome shock and awe and a total overtake of Holy Spirit in our lives. Father, we welcome this in our households. Lord, we say those things that have been askew in our households, those things that have been awry in our families where the enemy has played us, Lord, we welcome in the fullness of your occupation. And we say, let your occupying force come into our homes. And we decree, God, that that shock and awe is even about the nations. And so we proclaim today that you are Lord of the earth and the nations are part of the inheritance of your son. And this shock and awe that you're in the midst of right now, we line up with you and say, yes and amen, Lord, do what only you can do. The Lord said in that prophetic word, watch, and he said, see what I will do. So people of God, pay attention to what's going on. Pay attention to those headlines in the news. Pay attention to the things your family members are saying and get ready to watch the Lord do a major shift. Amen. We thank you for joining us today for this episode of Occupying Force, Shock and Awe. And we invite you to go to our website, www.watchmenarise.com. Make sure you put an M-E-N. We're raising up a company of watchmen, not just one. And on there, you have the opportunity to join our mailing list. You will find out about special classes that we have 
January, we're kicking off our Kingdom Advancement School again. It's been in hiatus while we were in moving mode, but we're going to be kicking that in. And so there will be Zoom classes, plenty of online opportunities for you to join in and learn how to be an occupying force on the earth. Thanks for listening.